Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm Ray Allen, President and CEO of Peppershock Media, also an integrative marketing consultant. And I am here today with Leslie Brown. Leslie, tell us who you are and what do you do? Hi, Ray. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. So my uh, name is Leslie Brown, like you mentioned, and I work with small businesses on their local advertising campaigns. And I work for Cumulus Media in Boise, Idaho. And I work with five different radio stations. And I have a lot of different digital strategies in my back pocket that I can offer my clients when it fits their their campaign. And digital along with radio, it's pretty powerful to be able to combine both, right? Yeah. And it's very exciting. It makes it fun to have so many different resources to combine those in a customized plan for different clients. Excellent. We like to include digital and radio together along with all the different marketing strategies and tactics and plans. But let's talk about why does radio work? What is it about radio that people want to listen to it? Why is it that radio advertising can work for small businesses and medium and large businesses? Tell me more about why radio works. Okay, that's a great question. I think that some of the perceptions out there is that radio doesn't work anymore because now we have different mediums available. And what we're finding is that that's actually not true and that people do still listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at radio as an advertising medium, it can be very powerful when it's um, implemented correctly. So what I wanted to talk about is the different components that create a successful radio campaign. And when I was looking at a new place to, to work where I could work with clients on marketing campaigns, one of the reasons why I selected the company that I work for Cumulus is because they told me they do a lot of research. Well, what this research campaign shows is that successful advertising campaigns have eight common characteristics, and radio is the only local media option that will deliver all eight, and that's why radio consistently gives clients the highest return on investment of any local media, and that's why I suggest to clients that it should always be their base buy in terms of their advertising in their campaigns of what they're doing right. collectively, right? Yeah. Good. So what are some things that you can do to help generate that high rate of return? The things that create a high rate of return, um, the first one is when you look at what you're doing on your radio campaign, you need to make sure that there are four key components included. So really what we want to cover are the four keys to advertising. So in any campaign, when you create, you want to make sure that you have covered reach, which means you're reaching the right target market. And a lot of times businesses, I worked with small businesses. And so a lot of times they're really good at what they do and they know all about that, but they're not experts like in marketing, they're experts in what they do. And so they'll say to me, that anyone could 
could use their product or their service. When really what you want to do is you want to look at your business and you want to look at who are the people who are most likely to purchase your product and who are the people that if you get um, a significant amount of more of those people buying your product, that that's really going to move the mark. That's really going to take your business to the next level. And that's who you want to reach with your advertising campaign. Yeah, if you narrow the focus, then you're going to be more likely to get the right people through your doors to buy the product that you want them to purchase, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so the reach is the first component. And then the next one is frequency. And so I hear a lot of times people will say, oh, I tried your radio once and it didn't work. And then I ask them questions about what stations they were on or what their schedule was like. And they're not really sure. And that's where I come in, where I am tasked with making sure I create a campaign for clients that it reaches one, the right audience, and then it has a high enough frequency to move the mark for them. And so what that means basically is that you want to have your commercials play enough times for your audience to hear it. And so and not even hear it, but just recognize it, that they've heard it before and in the familiarity of it, because it's so much reach over and over again, the consistency of that message, right? You want to drill it into their brain a little bit, right? Exactly. Exactly. So that once they need your product or service, they remember, they remember the message and take action and that you make it easy for them to take action as well. And so the other part of it is the, this is the biggest part for small businesses, I think is the consistency. Some small businesses, their perception is that they have to have a huge marketing budget. You know, they need to be spending thousands of dollars per month to make this work for them. And that, and it's actually not true where they can be successful is if they're consistent with whatever they do, if they keep doing it over and over, that's where they're going to see the results. And so I suggest for small businesses just getting started that you come up with a budget that you can um, invest in your marketing and you do that consistently over and over. And you look at that budget as as important as like you pay the rent, the electricity, and then your advertising. Right. Marketing then, still is very important. Your advertising dollars are still very important. It should not be the last thing. That, right. You're the first thing that gets dropped. It right. It should be the last thing that gets it dropped. It shouldn't right? be the last thing on the list and then the first to go when things get tough. And so that's where a lot of clients that I work with when they're first starting out, they create this budget and they come to me and they say, okay, you know, I can spend this amount of money. And then I really encourage them to make sure that that's the right amount and maybe they need to, you know, cut it in half so that three months down the road, six months down the road, they can still be investing that amount of money into their business each month. So consistency is key. And then the last component and the most fun why we're all in marketing is the creative part. So the creative is you know, there's four keys. Creative is really one of the most important parts, I think, of any radio campaign. You know, so there's a couple things that I could talk about on that. Mm -hmm. The first one is, you know, because we talked about really targeting who you're talking to, you also want to target your product or service to them and make it a little more narrow instead of just this huge laundry list of everything that you offer. So you want to create your uh, marketing campaign where you're targeting it down to a specific group and you 
have a an offer that's specific for them. So maybe it is in terms of say you're a lawn care company and you don't go through like we can mow your lawn, we can weed your garden, you know, we can trim your trees. You don't go through the laundry list of everything you do. You want to talk to them about the one thing that's going to solve their problem and that's what's going to make them take action. Good. And that way the messaging can resonate with them when they have that problem and then they can call when they need you. And that's why the consistency is helpful because then you consistently keep that message there. They may not have a need today, but maybe tomorrow. And so if they've heard you enough times, then, oh yeah, I remember them. One of the things that when I first started doing radio advertising for some of our clients um, that was explained to me for the reach and frequency was, you know, if you take a cap full of bleach and you pour it into a dog dish, you're going to be able to concentrate and clean that dog dish. But if you take that same cap full of bleach and pour it into a swimming pool, how effective is it going to be? It's so much to clean because that's a huge swimming pool and that same cap full of bleach is not going to do it right so being consistent but then concise and you know not overdoing it and not being so broad that you're not going to clean that swimming pool right right i love that analogy that's ex- that's exactly right um and that's where one of the analogies was given to me where you want to own a station and what that means is you know there's a high likelihood of hearing your message on that station when somebody tunes in. Mm -hmm. And if you can't own the station, then you want to own a day part, which means maybe you just focus on morning drive or afternoon drive, but you can kind of narrow your focus that way until you have the ability to build your budget bigger. Well, and I've heard, I mean, and it changes all the time what people really say about how many times they need to hear your message or experience your brand or see your brand or listen to it. They need to see it or hear it or, you know, be engaged with it 11 to 13 times before they even acknowledge that they, that you exist and that your brand even exists. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that frequency is so important because, you know, they might hear it that, you know, 10 times, but then that 11th time, they're finally going to acknowledge it. Hey, oh, wow, I've heard that before. It's familiar to me, right? Right. And the other reason why that's so important is just because as we have these more technological advances, we have more opportunities to consume media in different ways. And, you know, every different type of technology, there's just, there's more advertisers there as well. And so we're constantly bombarded with messages. And so that's why all of the four components are really important because you have to stand out amongst all the clutter. And some of the things that you can do to track that ROI, right? The call to action is people uh, in your messaging, if you get them to do something, right? Give me an example of some call to actions that you've seen that have been successful. Well, really the best thing is, it it varies by industry, really what you want to do is focus on creating a great offer. And so if you're a business, you would want to know, like think about or do some research, what are your competitors doing? What can you offer that is the, you know, the best offer? So some examples would be, you know, I've seen some companies where they would give free delivery. That's um, a huge benefit depending on the time of year, like if it's snowing, it gets dark early, so in winter, free delivery is a really big deal. Convenience, right? Conven- right. Selling convenience is amazing, right? Yeah, and then some other offers are, you know, you just really take the price point of what, you know, your product costs, and if you can give something of maximum benefit to people. So say you're an HVAC company, and you will give them, you know, with any purchase, maybe you would give them like a free cleaning or you know, something so that 
the consumer, the person that you're targeting is really going to see the value in that and take action. Other ones are I've seen where different companies would give like a maid service would give free oven cleaning things like that but you really have to take a lot of time to come up with what you're willing to give but where it's going to really mean a lot to the person who's getting it yeah right and they want to I mean everyone likes a a free deal or something then they want to feel special that it's you know helping them it's benefiting them and it's a value add to to their offer and it might you know entice them to want to come try you and and maybe you need to set yourself apart from your competition what differentiates you right and saying all of those things in your 30 seconds or 60 seconds that you get right yeah another way that i think businesses can be more creative or create the call to action is really to make it easier so one thing that we're seeing is you know websites are becoming more and more And when you're advertising on the radio, it's easier to remember a website than a phone number. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple different things that I've, you know, some tactics that I've suggested to clients. One is that instead of listing off a phone number with your area code and all of the digits, is to use a landing page that would be something that would, you know, be easy to remember. And then you can customize that landing page to your specific campaign. So maybe, you know, let's take the um, example of like the free delivery, you know, maybe it would be like joescleaners.com and then you go to that page and then they talk about the free delivery that was in the ad. And so it's more consistent instead of just sending them to your website homepage where it kind of has all of this information about your whole business and then they get kind of lost in that, Mm -hmm. in that mix and it just makes it easier for them. And you can use vanity URLs that redirect to their page that you want and you can track it on their website to see how many people landed on that page and then you can track the ROI that way too to see, oh, how effective was it? Maybe I need to tweak it a little bit. Maybe the message isn't right. Maybe the, you know, the domain name people aren't understanding or they're not spelling it right or whatever, right? You can track mm-hmm. all of those things and then know how effective is your radio ad and, you know, maybe you need to tweak it. Maybe you need to dial it up a notch and, you know, up the offer or whatever, right? Up the frequency spend more money yeah (laughs) exactly yeah because you don't want things to get lost in translation so when you think about your campaign you just want to make it as easy as possible for your potential clients to take action and to find you right so those are some suggestions I think another one is to put your message to music, which is called a jingle. And so I can help people do that. And it's really fun to see how you can take um, a message of a business and put it to a song. I have a client who did that and the song is really uplifting. And so when I'm having a bad day, I just listen to his jingle and then it's like, oh yeah, that's why I do this. And so the type of music that goes that goes with the business, it makes it very memorable, very catchy, and people are more likely to remember that. Right. Then you can have your own tune to your own business, and then when that tune comes up, people automatically remember it and continue to sing it. Yeah. (laughs) Right? I think we can all think of some jingles that uh, don't ever go away from your mind, right? Exactly. Yeah. So some other things that you found in your research as far as some successful advertising radio campaigns, um, you know, one of the things that you talked about is just building trust and credibility in, um, in the advertising. Talk about 
some of those other successful campaigns that you have come to know that you've seen people do and what has happened? I think that one of the most important components is when people can, people are more relatable to stories. And so when there's a story with an emotional component to it, that will really make people remember more. Story selling. Yeah. So if you can create an emotional connection. So an example of that is one of our stations has a program called Keep Kids Warm. And we do it every Christmas time. And the story behind that is... They were on the air, the DJs were on the air, and they were um, doing a contest. And a little girl called in, and she didn't win the contest, and she asked if, you know, even though she didn't win the contest, if they could give her some oil so that they could heat their home. And so they took that conversation further and got more information and found, like, this was a family in need of of help. And so throughout the day, they got more people um, involved. And so then it eventually grew to this program that's called Keep Kids Warm. And we partner with Intermountain Gas. And then we partner with other businesses to be drop-off locations. And they bring coats and then um, presents for kids. And it's just a great community involvement program. And so when you can tie your brand to something like that and partner, you know, with the community and be a support that way, I think that it really, it really adds a component to your campaign that it's like, where else are you going to do that? You know, it's the go giver mentality. You want to do business with those who give back to the community. I have another example that, um, this was years ago when we, let's see, my son was just just barely born and we it was hurricane katrina time so this was probably the very first time that we experienced such devastation and you know now we're we're seeing more and more hurricanes and you know earthquakes and things happen but when hurricane katrina happened the community just was devastated and the american red cross was calling for funding and you know support and supplies and one of our clients at the time um, was jay's ultimate hand car wash and we did this uh it was a hand car wash-a-thon and it was basically all of the people who went through there got a free car wash but then the contributions if you wanted to contribute um you could get a free car wash for 24 hours um but then you know people wanted to contribute to donate to the Red Cross. And the amazing thing that happened is people donated. Um, we had t-shirts made up. We had, um, you know, businesses that, uh, contributed to all of the volunteers. We had the Boy Scouts come and help, you know, do the hand car wash. And we had, um, you know, volunteers that were there and we had, you know, sandwiches that were donated by local businesses. We had, um, you know, inter for a chance to win a drawing, you could get raffle tickets and purchase them and donate money. And, um, you know, we raised a lot of money and then pretty soon the radio stations did a live radio remote out there and, you know, promoting the Mm -hmm. 24 hour washathon. And then, uh, we had the TV stations come and, you know, ride through the car wash and did live, you know, news reporting through the car wash as they were going through to get the car wash. I mean, so then it kind of spiraled into this big, you know, huge, uh, you know, free publicity in a way, but yet 
giving back to the community and it was such a big event that people still to this day the owner of the car wash will tell me people still talk about that car wash and the 24 hours and how much money they were able to make and you know the the check donation to the red cross i mean it was a really big deal people wanted to help they wanted to be able to do something you know even from from idaho and when hurricane katrina happened you know down south it was is this amazing thing where the entire country was trying to do something in some way and even if you wanted to get your car wash you were doing something to help (laughs) and and they raised a ton of money and you know they had to have extra volunteers and you know extra Mm -hmm. rags to wash down the cars but it was it was amazing and even this you know I remember this lady that came through and she hadn't had her car washed in years she said but I'm gonna wash my car today and and it was just an amazing story like you said that impact of the story truly can help and with you know radio you you have to describe the story you know people can't see it just like on this podcast they can't see it you have to describe and be visual with it and music can certainly help with that right and you know sound effects and all of the fun things that you can do with the radio advertising and the creative right we've Mm -hmm. talked a little bit about the creativity and what goes into it right exactly and I think that's a great story of how you can really tie in a business and a cause and the emotional side of it and really the human, the humanistic, you know, part of, part of it. And so it it can kind of take your business to the next level where it's like, you're not just in business to make money. And it shows how kind of the power of advertising where you can take a business, you know, a car wash. And that doesn't sound like something that's going to change lives or come to the rescue in an emergency, But when you put all those components together, it can be really impactful. And like you said, people are still talking about it today. And they wanted to do something that they could do to help, right? And, you know, influence what it is that they could give or how they could give. And certainly it it made an impact because then, you know, we were able to give the money. And, gosh, I can't remember how much it was. But it was a pretty good chunk of change, more than what I thought we would ever even imagine to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had signs out there, 24-hour hand wash. Anyway, it was pretty fun. But, yeah, the impact and the stories and those emotional connections that you're talking about certainly can help boost advertising and live radio remotes too. I mean, those are some ways that you can help get – Foot traffic, right? What happens with the library? Yeah, so there's a lot of different, I mean, we have five different stations, so there's a lot of different components involved in those and the creative and things like that. I guess I would say the one thing that comes to my mind is because every year we hosted a country concert with our two country stations, and so we will do live remotes where we're giving away four pairs of tickets to those and, you know, people come and they are in front of those businesses for two hours waiting. And so if that fits with your business to have people, you know, you can increase your sales. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we did is on one of our uh, sports stations, mm-hmm. we had DA from the DA show come and we did a live remote at Witch Witch. And we had people from all over Uh, And we were really surprised at how far people drove, you know, like these raving fans. They drove, I want to say from Pendleton, Oregon to Boise, Idaho to have him, you know, sign and autograph something. People were bringing gifts to him. And so it was just really great to show the power of radio and how when you, when you, you know, when you have these events, people come out. They want signatures. For the events, and yeah, and then, and then people are saying, like, well, nobody listens to the radio anymore. And it's like, well, Here's proof. clearly they do. <laughs> yeah. You know, we had, like, 
500 people standing in line for him to, you know, to sign things and to get pictures and things like that. So, um, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different, um, components with depending on the station and the time of year. Another thing that we do every year is we have, um, it's called the diamond dig on our sports talk where pastry perfection will bake these cakes. I guess they do individual cakes because the first year they did it, they had this huge cake and a diamond and they couldn't find, they never, they couldn't find the diamond in it. So now they do individual cakes, but then a local jeweler Uh um, donates the diamond and you know, they dig, they dig through and, and then whoever finds it, you know, they get, they get the diamond for Valentine's day. So that's really fun and and creative. So dig for diamonds. I love that. That's a great story too, to say, how did I get my diamond for Valentine's day? Right. Oh, well, you know, I went digging for it and you know, pastries. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Dug through some cake for it. (laughs) That's great. Well, um, we're kind of coming up on time, but was there any other uh, lasting words of wisdom? If somebody's never done radio before, what do they do? How do they do it? Where do they go? Uh, how do they make it happen? Well, I think the thing of it is, is just to keep in mind that whatever you start with in, in terms of a budget, just make sure that you can do that consistently over time. And then just make sure that you're reaching the right audience and come up with a creative message and a great offer to move the mark with your with your potential customers. Tie it all into your branding and the whole experience and make it consistent with your overall marketing message. That's my role because as an agency, that's what we like to do and put those parts and pieces together for the whole strategy. And uh, radio is definitely a component to the whole marketing strategy and plan. And, you know, like you said, you can cross promote and, you know, do some codes or do some things that are special offers or landing pages you know you can even have people text a, a code or you know right. text a number right and yeah that's, that's kind of a fun way to do it too, that's right? a fun way to do it and it makes it easier I think the thing of it is is just make it as easy as possible for the customer to do business with you right yeah that's a good that's a good way to go make it easy for us to do business with you yeah <laughs> excellent well Leslie thank you so much for coming on the marketing expedition uh, podcast series and we will uh, have more on radio and advertising and marketing tips and inspiration and uh, thank you for, for joining yeah, us yeah thank you so much for having me absolutely uh, well thank you uh, for our audience and if you are interested please subscribe or give us uh, a nice review we like our review from our audience and tell us what you want if there's other things that you'd like what other topics you want to hear drop us a link give us a comment and tell us more so thank you for joining us and we'll hear from you next time thanks for listening to the marketing expedition podcast find more online at peppershock.com 